CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to another edition of the Talking Metal Podcast, home of all things hard rock and heavy metal. I'm Mark Striegel, host and producer of this show since 2005. Now, let's get things started with the Talking Metal theme song, written by Rob Halford, Metal Mike, and Roy Z. Hey, it's Mark Striegel. Welcome to another edition of Talking Metal. This is, I guess, technically the third year-end wrap-up episode of Talking Metal. Uh, And on this episode, we welcome special guest co-host, and uh, he's going to deliver his top 15 albums to us. It's Mitch LaFon from the One-on-One with Mitch LaFon podcast. How are you, Mitch? Good, good. Surviving. Been, uh, been a long couple of last weeks, but hey, life is good, and when we're talking music, so that always uh, cheers me right up. Yeah, absolutely. Well, number one, thanks for joining us here on the show. We we heard on a previous episode your top five, and when you were, I don't know if it was during the show or before the show, I can't really remember, but at some point you told me, oh, well, I have a top 15, and I thought, well, what is the top 15? we got to get Mitch back on Talking Metal so he can deliver the full top 15 from 2015 let's get right into it right now going to number 15 what do you what do you have well i'm actually going to go back old school uh bullet boys with the album elefante it was uh one of those surprise albums i was set up with an interview with uh, the lead singer mark and um i got the album and i listened to it and i was like wow this is this is pretty good and so i had it in the car for a while and there you go, Bullet Boys with Elefante. Yeah, and in that interview you did with Mark, some interesting stuff with him. Now, he's he's quite an accomplished guitar player. I mean, he's more known for being the vocalist of of Bullet Boys, but it sounds like he's a ripping guitar player too, right? 
Yeah, well, you know, he was actually considered for Ozzy's band,、uh, and that didn't happen because of his age at the time. But yeah, he's he's one heck of a guitar player. If you're good enough to、uh, take the part of Randy Rhodes in、uh, Ozzy's band, chances are that you're you're a talented dude. So yeah, no. And how many original members are left in Bullet Boys? Is it just Mark at this point? Maybe you don't know off the top of your head. Well, you know, as far as I know, Bullet Boys have had like eighty-seven members. I think Mark、yeah. is the alone standing guy, quite frankly. Right. So it's a little hard to keep track with that one. I think you sort of you sort of need a deck of cards, like the、uh, U.S. Army has、uh, on occasion. Yeah, well, I'm going to have to check this album out. I loved their early stuff. That first record that, of course, Ted Templeton produced.、Uh, Just great stuff. So you got me curious on this, and I'm gonna definitely check out the the new 2015 release by Bullet Boys, Elefante. Right? Yes, sir. Cool.、Uh, fun album. Just a just a really great album. And, and of course, they've got an Elton John cover on it. So you gotta you gotta give them some respect for trying that out. Nice. Number fourteen. Fourteen. Again. One of these, you know, a lot of these lists are albums that I just didn't expect to have any greatness for, and I did interviews, and the albums came in, and you know, wow. Fourteen、uh, is Bonfire,、uh, the German band called Glorious. Now, here, what's what's interesting about this is they've got David Reese、uh, singing for them. David, of course, sang in Accept for a little time,、wow. and but he says, "Oh, that was the worst Accept ever. That was the worst Accept album ever." Oh my God! What the, the big mistake! But now he's taken over in Bonfire、uh, for this album called Glorious, and it's just a great album. It's just a great rock album. It's there's there's no pretension. There's no you know they're, they're not doing a million guitar solos and blah blah. It's just a solid rock album and unexpected. I mean you know who who's heard of Bonfire in the last five ten years in North America? Very true. And and it's interesting you mentioned Accept and that he wasn't Accept because a lot of people. Forget. I mean, you know, we think of Accept, and we think, of course, of of Udo Dershneiser, and、uh, then, of course, Mark.、Uh, what's Mark's last name again? Trinello.、Uh, uh, yeah, right. And、um, we forget that there was a there was a third singer for one album, I believe, back like possibly like the, in the late eighties. So interesting stuff. And and it wasn't it wasn't a very good Accept record, if I if I remember correctly. You know, to be perfectly frank, I've I've I listened to it once many years ago, and and it didn't make a mark on me. But everybody has said it's the worst. It's horrible. It's probably actually worth both of us going back and exploring to see now with our sort of、uh, different ears. You know, from fifteen years or twenty years later, maybe maybe it wasn't as bad as everybody was saying. But、uh, God, I don't even remember the name of it. That's that's how unremarkable it was. Right. But he's sounding great on the Bonfire album. Cool. He really is sounding great. So you know. Kudos to him and and Hans,、uh, the guitarist, for having hired him. Excellent. All right, number thirteen, a band that I really like and a band that I haven't paid much attention to this year. But what is it? The Poodles. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know, I know. You hear that? And you go, shut up. But no, the Poodles, Devil in the Details.、Um, again, same old story. I was going to interview the lead singer Jacob, and I got this album in. And it's great. It's just a. It's. I don't want to call it a glam record, but it, it's just a fun rock record. Sweden,、uh, the country these days, is just putting out these bands that are putting these solid, solid rock records together. So, 
uh, Devil in the Details by the Poodles. Uh, the name is unfortunate, and I think people have said that for the last 20 years, but uh, they're still putting out some great music. And uh, good for them. These are all bands, by the way, that unfortunately will never see uh, on North American shows for a live for a live performance, but it, it would be fun. I think we need to put together a, a festival where we invite all of them in. Yeah, that's a great idea. Swedish Swedish fest in in North America. That would be awesome. Yeah, or have a festival where they have a Swedish day. Yeah. So, what track should we play for the Talking Metal listeners off this uh, this new record by the Poodles? Uh, you know, I'm going to go with Creator and Breaker. I think that's just a, a solid rock song. It, it, it's got everything you need in a, in a rock song. The rich man in his garden The poor man in the street If there's a God among us To wake us from our sleep The filter space between us The social
That was Creator and Breaker off of the 2015 release Devil in the Details by the Swedish rock band The Poodles, a band that's been around for a while and consistently uh, delivers good music. And I must admit, because of that name, The Poodles, which is kind of jokey, it took me a, a while to actually put my ears on this band and and uh it's a a shame i actually wonder if the band if the band's name hurts them more than helps them i i would think it hurts them honestly uh, i'm i'm with you for years i've heard the name the poodle the poodle the poodles and for years i just went and of course their look in the early videos uh, you know five ten years ago was very sort of um a word for me i guess maybe effeminate or or just it just looked off and i just went oh they got a bad name they got a bad look and then of course i heard the music which of course you should probably do first listen to the music first but just i judged the book by its cover and i went yeah no not for me mistake they, they got great albums great great albums so absolutely absolutely cool moving on to mitch lafon's Number 12 on his best of 2015, the top 15 releases, according to Mitch. What do you got at number 12, Mitch? Uh, Revolution Saints, and the album is Revolution Saints. Doug Aldrich, Dean Castronovo, uh, great combination. Those guys sound great together. They play great together. It's it's very much sort of a uh, energized journey if you want it it sounds like journey on steroids um fun album fun little band that uh frontiers records the uh, the owner over there serafino decided to stick them in a room together they they hadn't met before they hadn't played together before they didn't even record the album together they all did it in their own studios and sent in their parts and uh, the album came out great it's a great sounding record yeah i've heard good things about it definitely Number 11, an album that I just thought was great. What do you got, Mitch? Queensryche, Condition Human. Uh, I know some are going to say it's a little low on my list. I just think that some of the albums above it are are just better, but it's a great return to form. You know, you, you've got a new singer coming in. They did an album with him a couple of years ago. It was okay, uh, but this one they really found their mojo. They really hit their stride. So uh, Queen's Right Condition Human and uh, seeing them open up for the Scorpions in Montreal uh, was a uh, deal changer for that one. I, I saw them live with the new guy and I was like, wow. And so I really sat down and listened to the album and went, okay, you know what? They, they're, they're doing something here. It's interesting because I, I kind of remember having a conversation with you before you had seen them live and you said, oh, I heard a couple songs. I don't know. I mean, you didn't sound completely excited. And then at some point, like a month later or so you started talking about the album with a lot of passion. So what was it the live performance that, that then it, that turned your ears back and, and you kind of gave the album a second chance? Yeah, hundred percent. You know, the, the live show to me is still something that's very important and it still shows, you know, it really shows what a band's made of. And they came out and that Queensryche Scorpion show I saw in Montreal, if you ask me what my top show of the year is, it's that one bar none they really got my attention. So I said, okay, I've got to go back and, and give this a second and third and fourth and whatever chance. And I'm glad I did because it's a great album. It really is a, it's a fun album. It's well put together. It's well uh, performed, well executed. So yeah, so the live show did it. So guys, awesome. <laughs> when you're in a band, make sure you never call one in on the live stage because it can make a difference. Right on. Right on. And now at number 10, 
you have a release I know nothing about. I know nothing about this band. I've never heard of them. I, I don't know anything about them. So I got to check this out. Why don't you tell us what it is? Ah, this band is called Ainge Sten Nilsson's Ammunition. The band is actually Ammunition. And uh, Age Sten Nilsson is the lead singer of a band called Wigwam. Wigwam have about 10 albums. They came out through the late 80s and, or, or early 90s or whatever uh, out of Norway. And uh, they broke up. And this is his, I guess, first solo album. Uh, the, the album, by the way, is called Shanghai. It's just a great, great album. The, you know, Age, Age as he's called, uh, did this melodic hard rock in the vein of, uh, you know, early Def Leppard or early Bon Jovi kind of thing. And this album is just, it's great. And his guitarist is actually the lead singer for my number six pick, uh, the band called Eclipse, um, Eric Martinson. L- listen, it's one of those that fell out of the sky. And I'll tell you exactly how I discovered it. I was on the net and I was looking up some information about somebody else. And I, I landed on a site that had a review of this album and it had given it a 10 out of 10. And I went, yeah, yeah, baloney. No, nobody gets 10 out of 10 unless it's your buddy. And so I, I, I sought it out. I listened to a few tracks and I went, huh, all right, that's not bad. And went to YouTube and watched a few videos and went, Okay, not bad. And eventually I said, all right, I'll plunk down the 10 bucks. Let's buy the album. Let's see what happens. And it's great. It's just a great, great album. So uh, Age Sten Nilsson's Ammunition, the album is Shanghai. And if you can, track down the uh, Japanese version because there's always a couple of bonus tracks and uh, they add a lot to the overall enjoyment of this album. Very good. I'm going to have to check that out. But right now we're going to Listen to a a little Mustache, another band, I believe, out of Sweden. This is the lead-off track off of the 2015 Testosterone album by Mustache. It's called Yara's Song.
What you just heard was a little new mustache and mustache are checking in at number nine on Mitch's top 15 of 2015. Great band, right? You, you do a, you did an interview with them recently. Did that, did that get posted yet? No, it hasn't gotten posted. It's, it's an interesting interview. You, you'll, you'll understand why I should have it up in the next week or two. Um, I spoke to the, I'm trying to think, the bass player, I guess, a, a guy named David, and uh, I, I could hear clanking in the background, and he says to me, oh, yeah, yeah, we're phoning you from the uh, the bar. Now, keep in mind, they're in Sweden, I'm in Montreal, it was 8 o'clock in the morning, so when I heard bar, I went, I went what? But of course, it was like 3 o'clock in the afternoon there, and then um, the drummer got on the phone, and the lead singer got on the phone, and and I believe one was a little quote unquote happier than the previous guy, and <laughs> right. so the conversation is is unique, and so I, I'll have that for you on the one on one with Miss Lafon podcast soon. But it, it is a definitely a unique uh, interview of three guys, three for the price of one, and they're just saying a whole lot of. Uh, funny stuff let's leave it right right you know i don't know how you got in touch with them because i've been a fan of these guys for a few years now and have reached out to them numerous times through the website different emails they had listed on the website and you know say hey you want to have an interview on on talking metal we have a lot of listeners around the world especially in america and and crickets nothing nothing back ever so um which is a shame because i'd like to get more american and north american ears on this band yeah, they, they were a little hard to uh, to track down, but the same guy that set up my Dragon Backyard Babies interview happens to handle them. So by going through him, I said, and he actually pitched it to me and said, hey, do you want to talk to this band Mustache at the same time? And I said, yeah, but after I said yeah, then it became a little complicated to, uh, to get it actually done. It took almost a month to uh, dot the I's and cross the T's, but it got done. It's interesting, and I'll definitely pass on the uh, the contact info for you because oh, cool. uh, I think they should be brought on. Yeah, I mean, I from what I understand, they're they're big in in uh, in Scandinavia, but um, it's just uh, over here. I, I really feel like there aren't a lot of people who know about this band, and it's a shame because they continue almost on a yearly basis to deliver a new record of all new material that is is usually really really strong yeah so, they just hired the drummer from sabaton to uh, to be in the band so oh okay cool did not know that let's move on to number eight a guy who i just think is just a, a such a great guy and an amazing player what do you got at number eight mitch joel hoekstra's 13 dying to live um an album that he had been working on for a while. It also includes uh, Jeff Scott Soto, Vinny Apice. Uh, and I, this is my my repeating myself, I guess. Another one of those unexpected albums. Uh, I know Joe. He's been a co-host on One on One with Miss Lafon. Great guy. He's fantastic with White Snake. The Purple album was great. And, uh, you know, I looked at that and I said, okay, there's a bunch of different singers. It was done over a couple of years. What's it going to sound like? Sounds great. That's what, that's what it sounds like. Sounds great. There's really no other word for it. It, 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 wow. And, And, you know, you look at Joe's early solo albums and they were the sort of artsy fartsy guitar, weirdy kind of things. 
Yeah. This is a rock album. Yeah, with and, vocals and, you know, like yeah, you mentioned yeah, Jeff Scott Soto. Yeah. Yeah. If you like this one and you go back to the old ones, you're going to go, oh, all right, wasn't expecting that. But if you listen to just this, you'll go, wow, can't wait for the next one. Very good, and it should be interesting to see what what they uh, what they do with White Snake if they'll be uh, delivering an album of new original material. I'd love to hear Joel on board for uh, a, a new White Snake record, but I guess that's yet to be determined. We'll have to see what what uh, materializes. Yeah, well, well I'm certainly hoping because uh, the Purple album was great, uh, but it, all covers, you know, all of, covers. of yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and I think that's songs. one of the reasons why it didn't make my list. I mean, the version of Burn on there and Stormbringer are great, but if you look at my list, it's it's mostly, in fact, it's all original uh, members, or, or original songs, I should say. Right, right on. No cool. live albums, no, no greatest hits, none of that nonsense. Speaking of the list, we will have the list, Mitch's list, up in today's uh, show notes on TalkingMetal.com. Uh, moving onward to... Number seven. What do you got, Mitch? Uh, another band out of Scandinavia, Imperial State Electric with Honk Machine. Hmm. I don't know this one either. I gotta get on this. Wow. Yeah, this one. This one's a little bit different. It's. It really sounds like a band from the nineteen seventies. In fact, it sounds a lot like a band like the nineteen seventies. It sounds like Cheap Trick. It just sounds like an updated version of Cheap Trick. It's got members of the helicopters and so on and so forth. They've put out a bunch of uh, albums over the years. They've even done a cover of Kiss's All-American Man on, on an album a couple of years ago. This was an accidental discovery. i got to tell you, I was searching up uh, info on the Backyard Babies and on the helicopters and all that for, for interview purposes. And Imperial State Electric kept showing up in the searches. And I was like, oh, what the hell is this crap? And I decided to listen. And it's just a great album. Honk Machine. If you liked what Cheap Trick was doing in 1977, you will like Imperial State Electric. And this is a record that my friend Joey, who was on one of our previous episodes here, also cited as one of the best records of 2015. So guys, we're all going to have to go out and, and check this out for sure. Again, get Mitch's full list on talkingmetal.com in today's show notes for this episode of Talking Metal. Uh, cool. Let's move on. Um, I do want to play some more music, but let's see. We just heard Mustache. So let's, let's keep going. Uh, what do you got at number six, Mitch? Eclipse with Armageddonized, a band out of Sweden with Eric Martinson. Eric is sort of the go-to guy in the uh, Scandinavian scene. He, he's on the Age Stena Nelson album. He's on a new one coming out called Nordic Union. Uh, he's just all, all over the place. And uh, if you do decide to play a track from this one, uh, and, I, and I suggest you do. Uh, oh, let's pull, do it, pull, yeah. Yeah, pull up the song Blood Enemies. Uh, that's just a great, great song. In fact, if uh, you listen to the... Uh, Revolution Saints album, they have a song on there called To Mend a Broken Heart. And uh, that was actually an Eclipse song about five years ago. So that, so Eclipse was being covered by the guys in uh, uh, wow, Revolution that's interesting. Saints. Wow, yeah. Cool. And that's how, that's how I discovered them. You know, on the Revolution Saints album, To Mend a Broken Heart was a great, great song. And I was talking about it. 
And I was talking to uh, Andrew McNeese over at MelodicRock.com, and he goes, uh, yeah, uh, it, it's a cover. And I went, no, it's not a cover. It's a... He goes, no, 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 it's a cover by this band Eclipse. And by the way, they have a new album coming out, and there you go. Went to listen, discovered Armageddonized, and ends up number six on my, my list. It's a great album. So great rock, great, just great Swedish rock. Yeah, absolutely cool. And what's the song you want to you wanna play again? I would go with Blood Enemies. Let's do it. Blood Enemies off the new Eclipse record here on Talking Metal.
What you just heard was the song Blood Enemies, a little 2015 Eclipse, the album that is off of Armageddon Eyes. No, is that right? Armageddon Eyes, yeah. Armageddon Eyes, okay, cool. It's not the Def Leppard album. Right, but speaking of Def Leppard, coming in at number five, you got the 2015 self-titled Def Leppard record, which is... A, uh, listen, I got this on CD and I have it in my car. It's just one of those records you put in. It's it's such a fun listen. And I'm so excited that these guys are back. Uh, they hit different eras of their, their sound throughout the record. I mean, we spoke about this on a previous episode um, of, of Metal Raps. But yeah, great record, right? Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. It's definitely a return to form. I call it Hysteria meets Adrenalize meets Slang. Uh, it's yeah. got all those sort of eras covered. I think the best song on here is probably number two, Dangerous. But the one that I really like, it seems to be the one that everybody's giving them a hard time for, is the song Man Enough, which reminds me of something that would have been on Slang. It's just got this driving bass groove all the way through. And it, I, I, it doesn't sound like a rock song. It sounds more like a pop funk song if you want but with some interesting lyrics it's like are, are you are you man enough to be my girl i think he says it at, at the end so yeah, it's a fun I, song the lyrics are are, uh, are are i'm not sure i understand the lyrics quite frankly but i just love that song um you know great return to form you you know their shows are selling out they're touring they're making money they really have nothing to prove they didn't even have to make this album to to, to have to make sure the venues are full and they delivered something great. So so good on them. Right Keep it on. up. Right on. Number four, what do you have? Number four, great band out of Atlanta. A band that if you search on YouTube has a lot of Kiss covers and Cheap Trick covers. Uh, Biters. The album is called Electric Blood. Uh, what's what's great about this album, uh, other than the songs, is that it's it's a nice short album. It's about half an hour, like the good old days. I don't even know. I guess it's pop punk or, or punk rock or it's just a fun, fun album. In fact, I, I probably would have put it in at number one had the other three albums. Really? That I, yeah, had the other three albums not been made this year, this one would have gone in at number one. Uh, a band, uh, this is their debut album. Another one of these discoveries. I know I sound like a broken record, but uh, I was talking to uh, somebody over at uh, Monster Energy Drink, and he said, oh, yeah, uh, you should listen to this album, and uh, whatever. And I did, and he was right, and it's a great album. So, uh, Biters, Electric Blood. If you don't have it, go buy it now, period, yeah. end story. Uh, and it's another record that our friend Joey had on his list. So this is a, a must-listen to album we should all go check it out and moving onward what's up next mitch uh the backyard babies four by four a lot of people are talking about this record a lot of people think it's great yeah it's it's definitely a you know a return to form the band had taken a few years off and um i think the, the key word to this one is cowbell that's <laughs> that's that's the key word to this one. Uh, they've really put in a lot of cowbell on it, and it's fantastic. Uh, again, I, I was pitched Dragon in an interview. I hadn't really been following the Backyard Babies uh, in my musical sort of background. 
And this album just surprised the ever living daylights out of me. It it is great. There's not a there's not a throwaway track on it. It is great from top to bottom. Cool. All right. Well, we're closing in on the top two. And I tell you what, let's hit a song from your number two record. This is a song I just think is great. This record, by the way, it's the Scorpions, Return to Forever, uh, has a lot of songs. Like if you, this deluxe di- edition that I have has is like like thirty songs or something. It's uh, and a nineteen lot of great, songs, nineteen not, songs. Really? Okay, <laughs> not not thirty, but okay. And this song is called Crazy Ride. Again, uh, I played it on Talking Metal maybe three or four months ago, I think. Uh, Great, great song. Let's listen to it again. It's off the new Scorpions, which again is called Return to Forever. Mitch is uh, citing it as the second best album of the year here on Talking Metal. Crazy Ride by the Scorps.
What you just heard was a little music off of Return to Forever, the deluxe edition. I think that's one of the tracks on the the deluxe version, right? I'm not sh- maybe yeah, not. Yeah. It's, it's track 18 on the, uh, the you know the, the thing is they they made like four four or five versions of the album. There's 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 a, a version of 12 songs. Don't waste your money on that. Go find the 19 track deluxe version. It only costs like a buck more for for whatever reason. And um those extra seven songs make the entire difference. It brings it from number two on the list to probably number 16 on the list. So definitely spend the extra couple of bucks to pick up the deluxe edition. And from what I understand, this is mostly new music on this. There had been some talk that that some of the songs were, were older songs from the vaults that they'd re-recorded. But um, from what I understand, there were parts of older songs that were re-recorded. But most of the songs you're, you're getting on this are, 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 re, are new songs and possibly reworked older right. songs that they kind of uh, updated and maybe changed a part here or there and, and made even better. And yeah, great job from a band that, you know, if you would have asked me a couple of years ago, I, th- I thought they were done. I think I thought it was over for the Scorps, but far from over, you're saying uh, their concert, which I, I, unfortunately I was hoping to see it in Brooklyn, New York, but I had to, I had to miss it. Um, but you're saying it was one of the best shows you saw this year, if not the best. Oh, absolutely. That with uh, Queensryche together made it the best show. And and just to, you know, some of these songs are from the old days. If you um if you head over to YouTube, you could find uh the song Rock My Car being performed live in Sweden in like in 1988 and uh, Dancing with the Moonlight was like a savage amusement demo that they had that they've actually re-released on their um 50 50th anniversary deluxe edition of that. Um, so yeah, yeah. So some of these songs were dating from way back when they polished them up and they have the, the sort of the new lineup play on them and they sound great. So good for the Scorpions. Absolutely. All right, here we go. A little drum roll. And number one, what is your number one release of the year, Mitch? Oh, definitely Black Star Riders, The Killer Instinct. And in fact, they're, they're on tour currently with, uh, Joel Hoekstra, who's with Whitesnake and Def Leppard. They're over in the UK on a triple bill. And, uh, Black Star Riders, The Killer Instinct. Just a fantastic, fantastic album, fantastic band. You've got Damon Johnson, who played with Brother Kane and Alice Cooper. You've got Robbie Crane, who was with Rat for, for, for many years. Um, Ricky, we got Ricky Warwick. Warwick. You've got Scott Gorm, who, who of course was in Thin Lizzy. Just, just a fantastic album from top to bottom. Now, again, this is one where you have to go get the deluxe edition. Uh, the deluxe edition includes uh, six of the songs redone acoustic. Acoustic, yeah, it's nice. They're good. They're good, and they're great. You know, here the band was. The band was Thin Lizzy for many years, and they said, oh, we're going to make some new music because we really like the, the energy that the new players have gotten, and, and, and fans on the internet were like, no, 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 no. You can't call it Thin Lizzy. Uh, it's going to be horrible. So they said, okay, we'll change the name. This is the second album they've made under the new name, and it's great. It's, yeah, it's, and the first record was great, too. Um, yeah, you know, all, all, hell is break, all Hell Breaks Loose It was that record, but it's... Uh, I think the name change 
has not helped things. Um, and and I, I understand why they did it. And, you know, Thin Lizzy is, you know, it's, it's, it's just such a epic thing that is means so much to so many people and without Phil there and et cetera, et cetera. It's very, I think it would be very hard to, to, to release a record as thin Lizzy in, uh, in today's times. However, having said that, you know, this record has a very thin Lizzy vibe about it. And I, I, I don't know. I feel like if it would have been released as thin Lizzy, it could have uh, potentially gotten some more ears on it. Um, that's just my opinion because I, I do feel that this band is just incredible and way, way overlooked. Yeah, I agree. Listen, we've had this conversation before about brand over band, and that that is why a lot of bands won't change their names, and there'll be one original member or no original member, and the name will still go on because brand trumps all. But I like the fact that they that they changed it now. Here's here's an interesting uh, nugget. Is the last time I spoke to one of the members on uh, on the phone, they said that they want to come over to North America in 2016, but it's hard under the name Black Star Riders. So they might actually come over here uh, next year under the brand of Thin Lizzy and do shows as Thin Lizzy, playing the Black Star Riders music. And of course, uh, when you go to a, a BSR show, you do get the the best of Thin Lizzy as well. That that is part of their live show. You you get whiskey in a jar. You get the boys are back in town and so on and so forth. Yeah. So they might actually come to the to the north our North American shores and call themselves or brand themselves as Thin Lizzy because it does help ticket sales. I'm not sure in 2015 or in 2016 what it does for album sales, but right. ticket sales it definitely is going to have an impact. So. Whether they are BSR or, or or Thin Lizzy, I hope that we get to see them over here in uh, 2016. Especially since I think all of the members except Scott are are American, right? I mean, Jim, Ricky Jim, Ricky so, is not Ricky. Oh, Rick, Ricky right. Yeah, he's, he's Irish, I think, or so Scottish. Two out of five Irish, are, Irish. are UK, and three out of five are American. So they definitely need to come to the American shores and Canadian shores and oh, heavy yeah. Montreal. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, but support these guys because, again, just these guys are putting out great hard rock. Uh, Damon and Ricky, such talented songwriters. Of course, Scott uh, from Thin Lizzy is is still there. And, uh, well, I guess we'll end with, with that. Yeah. Um, we'll get into... Uh, go, go with Sex, Guns, and Gasoline. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. I was going to do yeah. Finest Hour, but, yeah, this is your list, so let's do that Sex guns and gasoline before we get into that track guys i just want to wish everyone a uh happy new year and happy holidays we are rounding out the year here and uh, a big thanks to to mitch for being involved with with talking metal digital and and uh for providing us with so many great interviews this past year if you don't know mitch's show you gotta go subscribe to it on itunes or you know stitcher or spreaker or wherever you listen to your your podcasts and and uh, you can also hear them all right on talkingmetal.com in the one-on-one with mitch lafon section so definitely do that and uh that that's about it what are you looking forward to in 2016 as far as music goes i'm not just talking about releases mitch like any uh like tours or concerts or predictions well, I'm, i gotta tell you, i'm looking forward to seeing 
if any any and all of the rumors that are floating around come true. So first of all, I'm looking forward to is this Guns N' Roses reunion happening, yes or no? Um, you know, yesterday I got sort of a confirmation that the David Lee Roth Eat Him and Smile uh, band is going to go out on the 30th anniversary tour. That would be great. I'm looking forward to that. Let's hope it happens. Um, what do you think they could do, David Lee Roth with Steve Vai, Greg Bizonet, and and Sheehan? I mean, I, we're not we're not looking at arenas. Obviously, we're probably no. looking at like you know, probably decent sized theaters, though. I would think. Yeah, you know, in in Montreal we have a place called the Metropolis that holds twenty three hundred. Yeah, I, I'm I'm seeing that kind of venue. I don't know what what you have in your city, whether you're in you know North America or or in Europe listening to this, but. I would imagine they could probably do, you know, those 2,000 to 2,500 uh, seaters. The other thing I could see them do is get on a package, uh, you know, with a band like Def Leppard or something like that, and then maybe do the, uh, the, the sheds with a better closer. But, uh, I, you know, I don't think that's the, that, that really is the, the whole point in doing the reunion. It's just nice to see those guys playing together and uh, bringing that music. I've never had a chance to see Yankee Rose perform live. Right. And I, I now have that potential. And boy, oh boy, these it is the perfect band for any festival, whether it's Download or Hellfest or Heavy Montreal. That's a perfect band for like a 6 o'clock in the evening slot, big enough to not open the festival, small enough to not close it, but powerful enough to del- to deliver a great performance so. yeah and and you're gonna get all those great eat em and smile songs but with david lee roth there you can be guaranteed that you're also going to get some of the classic van halen songs which i i think would go over so well at like a, a heavy montreal or yeah. uh, you know any any of the festivals uh, around north america it would just be awesome so let's hope that happens song. yeah that's another thing I'm looking forward to is the Heavy Montreal Festival. Absolutely. Early February, they <clears throat> sorry they announced the lineup. Uh, it's going to be curious because I've been following different f- festivals, you know, like Hellfest and Download and blah, 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 and who they're announcing. Uh, Red Hot Chili Pepper seems to be coming up quite a bit. I'm sort of got my fingers crossed that, <laughs> that they don't end up in Montreal, but we'll see. We'll see. Right. Always curious to see who's going to be announced. Um uh, would love to see your friends, uh, Generation DMC De- Generation Kill, get a slot. I think that would be fun. Yeah. Who, by the way, will have a 2016 release coming out. I can't wait to hear that. They do have one song, which is just great, up on iTunes, which was released this year called Lot Lizard. That's uh, ex Exodus singer Rob Dukes and Daryl McDaniels from Run DMC. So that that's something that I'm looking forward to. I'm also looking forward to. Uh, trying to uh, get a definite answer one way or the other on on whether this Slash Duff Axel potential reunion that has been rumored and uh, so far uh, all the predictions in the press like the announcements days away and you know dates will be released in two weeks and once Slash finish, finishes his tour there's going to be a big and everything that the press has speculated about. Um, has turned out wrong you know oh they're gonna announce when they announce download fest or this festival or that festival they'll be announcing guns and roses on the on the bill and so far nothing um and i found it also interesting that here slash's tour ends and suddenly we're hearing about 
more dates potentially he did you know announce a new year's eve show in las vegas i'm talking about slash solo uh he's hinted that there's new music from slash solo on the way too um so i don't know i i'm starting to scratch my head about the whole thing to be honest well you know i i have no crystal ball into all of this but i had originally be uh, been told that the GNR reunion was a 2017 happening because of the 30th anniversary for Appetite for Destruction. Then, in an interview in Sweden, Slash said that he was talking to Axel, and it seemed to have changed the entire time timetable to 2016. So, who knows? May, maybe what I had originally heard is true. Maybe it'll be a 30th anniversary of Appetite for Destruction. Or maybe... Because the cat was let out of the bag, they'll do 10 or 12 sort of festival shows this year just to, who knows? It, it definitely is something that is going to be an interesting story in 2016 and hopefully longer. Yeah, well, it should be interesting. I know they, they traditionally announce Coachella the first week of January, and that is a prime festival yeah that has been rumored and listen it's no secret that the guy who runs coachella i mean you can google this there's like articles from like two three four years ago where he says he he wants a reunited guns and roses at coachella and had a you know eight million dollar standing offer i think i think it was eight million i I need to google that but and by um, the way he's known for reunions uh pixies hot chili peppers etc jane's Jane's addiction did a reunion with their original bassist yeah yeah it happens at coachella so if it's going to happen somewhere uh, that would be definitely a great starting point Agree, agree. So that'll be a date to kind of uh, watch out for, guys. Uh, I think, I think you know, if if the Coachella thing passes and it turns out that Guns N' Roses is not doing it, and I personally believe they at least had the date on hold. You know, there's a, there's always things that they can do to get out of stuff, and maybe it wasn't firmed, you know, with with the band. But I do believe they were eyeing it. Uh, but if it turns out the first week in January we don't we hear that that they're not on the bill for Coachella, I think what you're saying, Mitch, is probably more likely it's a, it's a 2017 thing. Uh, and then there's always the possibility that no one wants to think about that this isn't happening at all. You know, so uh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, well, you know, the one thing I would say to it not happening at all, because that is a possibility, is that with all the talk, and I mean literally it's been in in all the rock media is that if it's not happening at all you would imagine that axel slash management would have put out a press release saying hey keep dreaming folks this is not happening and just the fact that they're completely silent suggests that something is happening but maybe we just haven't crossed the i or crossed the t's and dotted the i's yet on a contract and so we can't announce anything um, the other fun rumor, and since we're talking rumors, is, and I love this one, that Van Halen is going to reunite with both Michael Anthony and Sammy Hager for, for dates in 2017. So I know it's not 2016, and we're looking a little past that, but boy, oh boy, I think that would be fun. There, there's a, a great double bill. You throw Van Hager and Def Leppard in the sheds in 2017, and I think you've got you know 20,000 people a night. But we'll see. 
We'll see. Yeah, after all the negativity that went on with those guys, it's hard to to imagine. But yeah, we'll definitely Negat- see negativity everywhere. I yeah. mean, uh, Axel called Flash a cancer. David Lee Roth said a whole bunch of nasty things about Eddie Van Halen. Eddie Van Halen said stuff about David Lee Roth. That happened. Uh, you know, Kiss had been bagging on Peter, Chris, and H. Fraley for years. Their reunion happened. You know, that, that's. Yeah. That's just part of the game. I don't think that's something. It's not a factor to to eliminate the possibility. I don't think. Yeah, very true. Very true. We will see, and uh, we're looking forward to doing more episodes of Talking Metal in 2017. I think uh, hung out with John recently. Hopefully, he's going to be jumping back into the fold. We'll we'll see, but. Uh, he was at my party. We had, we had a, a great hang, and uh, he wants to come back. He was even talking about bringing Ace back on for for an interview. So let's cross our fingers and hope that happens soon. And uh, that's yeah, that's that's about it. And we're gonna end with Mitch's pick off of his number one record of the year, which is the Killer Instinct by Black Star Riders. This is Sex guns and gasoline thanks so much mitch you're very welcome enjoy happy new year all right Stop and ran across his face from his job onto his temple.